0: Hi, everybody. It is Renee, and I am here with my friend Dee from Redcliffe Pharmasave up in Canada. And we are going to be talking today about travel tips and eating out. So I know that it's a huge subject for, I know, people in my clinic and my um, clients are always talking about, you know, feeling like they don't want to feel deprived they want to be able to go out and enjoy themselves what do i do i booked a cruise three months from now i'm starting this protocol i really need to stay on track how am i going to traverse the cruise how am i gonna go you know on on things during the summer go to barbecues go to the lake and enjoy your life So those are some of the things we're going to be talking about today and if you are just logging on to this broadcast first of all please share with everybody. secondly would you please send us all your likes and hearts and tell us, where you're from so please let us know what uh, area you're from are you a dieter are you a coach um what are your challenges? Tell us what your biggest challenges are. And, of course, send us your questions because Dee and I will be going through and uh, doing questions and answers, which is super fun. All right, Dee, um, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself. And, I mean, I think probably everybody knows me and Dee by now, but tell us, tell us about yourself.
1: Hi, everybody. I am a protocol user and coach out at Red Cliff Pharmacy. So our pharmacy is in the little town of Red Cliff and it's just on the outskirts of Medicine Hat, Alberta. So we're surrounded by a small city of about 60,000 and um, I work under Melissa Hozak and um, love the program, love the protocol and love to create with IP. And I am also a wife and mom of three, Um, so they're not small anymore, but they're 19, 17, and 13, so I have a lot of mouths to feed.
0: That's right, And, and Dee just recently went on a trip to Phoenix where she, I think she went through all four seasons on her way to get there, and she made it. Um, tell us a little bit about your trip uh, to Phoenix, because I was following you through the mountains and through the wind.
1: <laughs> so a little precursor. Last year we went when we went to Phoenix to watch our oldest play some university baseball or well that high school baseball we were greeted with the temperatures in the plus plus thirties. So I need to do the conversion. Um, I, I think that's in the nineties for you guys. Um, and it yeah. was gorgeous and it was wonderful. And this year we um, set out in the hopes of having some wonderful weather in Mesa and we hit a cold front. And not only did we hit it, but we drove through it through the entire state of Montana, then Idaho. (laughs) Um, It was even cold in Nevada. I mean, it shouldn't be cold in Nevada Uh, when we hit Flagstaff. We went through the worst storm um, that we had ever driven in our lives, and we are winter Canadians, born and raised in the snow, in the cold, and uh, yeah, it was it was a, it was a challenging trip. It, was, it really was.
0: Yeah, it looked crazy. So we have a bunch of people online. Just want to say hi to Patty and Lisa and Can and. Kelly, Thomas, Laura, Melissa, so if you're just logging on, please be sure, first of all, that you share it out to your community, and secondly, um, tell us where you're from, and um, uh uh-oh, Ken says she's still in Wisconsin. (laughs) Well, I think probably probably is pretty cold. I'm heading to Seattle this weekend for the Super Weekend, and it's raining like crazy there, so um, yeah, lots of crazy weather. So um, Dee, on your trip, tell us a little bit about how you plan things and what you do, and then we'll start talking about eating out and traveling.
1: So when, of course, when I travel in our own vehicle, I have all the control in the world. Um, so I plan ahead on what type of ideal protein, um, foods and snacks that I want to pack. Um, being in Canada, when we travel across that border, um, the first challenge is that you are not allowed to take any fresh fruits or vegetables or meat across that border. So I needed to I need to know um, where my first stops or where my first major... Um, available grocery stores or food to purchases. And so that's what we do. Um, So it's actually the packing from home is easy because I do my snacks that are allowed to cross and then we purchase um, what we need as we go forward on the trip. Um, I myself have a little bit of a sensitive tummy. So I prefer to buy grocery food, grocery store food than restaurant food. Um, and that ensures then that I don't have, um, funny tummy while we're in a vehicle or airplane for long amounts of time. Cause that's a really important, um, thing for me as well. I don't want to have to pit stop (laughs) more than, more than we have to. Um, so that is the first part of planning and preparing. And I can tell you, um, we've never had any trouble. Finding appropriate um, healthy food choices, and not just for myself on if I'm on um, protocol or in maintenance, but for the rest of my family as well.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, here's here's the deal. Um, and and what I tell my clients is, if you want to, you will. So <laughs> understanding that anything is possible, but as we know, D having a plan. Is the most important part so if you're just joining us and you would like to get our tips and uh, for eating out and travel we have a tips guide all you have to do is type in the word eat and uh, put that in the comments section and you will automatically in your messenger get our travel and eating out tips guide so, um, Dee, tell us a little bit about how you. Um, say let's let's just talk about eating out for a little bit. Um, so, you you don't you don't eat out much, is that
1: correct, or just when you travel? Um, I try, you know, in general, but uh, we don't eat out a lot. But that has to do more so with the stage of life that my personal home is in. So, I'm feeding teenagers. I'm feeding athletes, we are on the road a lot. And so, of course, when we are on the road on weekends, we are eating out and navigating that all the time. And um, there's hardly a weekend that we're not. So during the week when we are at home and within our own control, we prefer to eat at home. And there is a lot of reasons for that. One, economics is, is the first one. It's um, I, my, my kids eat a lot of food. And my grocery budget is quite large. However, one evening meal out for five people, um, could, can be a hundred dollar dent and you're not even getting, um, quality food. And then, if we go to non-quality food, such as fast food um, places, you could still look at a fa- for a family of five in Canada, easy peasy, fifty to sixty dollars. And then the kids are hungry an hour later because they haven't had um, proper nutrition, or it's fat laden or carb laden, and nobody feels good, and then nobody sleeps good, and then we're thirsty because we've had too much salt, and <laughs> those types of things. So we do try to keep eating out during the week to, um, to a dull roar because we know that almost every weekend we are going to be navigating food and where we can feed ourselves the healthiest um, while we're out and on the and on the go.
0: That's
1: right. Mm-hmm. So
0: um, when you're, uh, I, I have a lot of clients, and especially during this time of the year, I'm sure you do too. That there's little league, and you know they're at games all weekend long. Some people have two, three, four kids they're going in all different directions how do you plan your day and and what are some of the things that you prepare so that you have taken care of it? especially we're we're talking primarily about phase 1 i mean that's what we're we're doing here so <clears throat> tell us on a phase 1 day what you
1: would do so first of all i i know where i'm going right and i know what's available to me if i know i'm going to be dodging from remote rinks or remote ball fields where First of all, there's not going to be um, grocery stores or handy restaurants nearby. Um, I uh, insulated lunch bag, insulated coolers. They are now almost like a fashion statement versus function. You can buy them in any print, any size. Um, And I mean, even the new vehicles now have coolers in them, coolers in your vehicle. there are, there's really literally so many options. And then, of course, your good old-fashioned cooler. Um, but a simple over-the-shoulder um, lunch bag, cooler bag, they, they look like purses um, now. They work excellent for the day. They even work excellent for the weekend if you're staying overnight in multiple days. And we can get to that in a little bit about um, how you manage through hotels and, and things like that as well. But... Um, um, I, if you can pack from home your veggies and your salad and even your protein, um, then I highly recommend doing that and taking it with you, so that you're never going to be stuck in a moment um, and then having the stress and anxiety of not having at your fingertips what you want, and then making a bad choice because then you're stressed out about not having what you need. And the anxiety um, and stress that goes with not planning and preparing, it is real. And it actually, in, in the land of protocol use, um, it compounds other issues. So we're always going back to the planning and preparing. It's okay not to take your food with you as well as in your fresh veggies and protein, but then you need to source what's going to be in your area so that you know that you can make a solid decision um, on where you're going to be able to enjoy that food.
0: Right, and and you know, there are places that you can eat out, but the Snack Shack is not one of them. No. (laughs) So so just knowing if you're heading to the ball field, you got to bring your stuff with you because really there's going to be nothing there except some bottled water. That's that's about all you're going to get there. Um, So I do have some tips um, for people that are on the road and or that are just, you know, a lot of my clients like to eat out. So um, they they just do. And they're always looking for like a fast food place to eat um so my number one tip and choice for fast food is Subway so Subway has the veggie delight salad and um, you you know what your protocol vegetables are and one of the things I always say is take a picture with your telephone and have your protocol sheet with you so that you know what your list of veggies is you're not searching so um, do that and then you can look and you can go okay no olives no cheese no red wine vinegar um, but you can you know put in a small amount of olive oil on top and when you're gonna choose the meats be very careful about the meats ask them is there um, sugar in in your meats so some meats have sugar I always say you know best uh, choice is going to be some type of a chunk chicken or turkey breast, not no meats that are sliced, they're gonna have fats, fillers and nitrates in them. So um, that's kind of my number one choice for uh, fast food. What about you Dee, is there any places that you suggest to your clients? Well,
1: so we're actually just reworking on this within our own clinic about helping our clients where they can go for healthy alternatives and um subway um I'm kinda actually glad that you mentioned subway um subway is great for for vegetables however i I have some really bad news about subway chicken <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I have some really bad news about the subway grilled chicken um dextrose corn syrup, brown mm-hmm. sugar it wow. is um, soy fillers um so Uh-oh. in Canada now here is another thing so I'm from Canada. Our FDA rules are a little bit different than the um, United States ones. And so um, by all means, please check your ingredients. But we know that our Subway grilled chicken um, is only about 50% chicken. And the rest is fillers and and sweeteners and preservatives. And I actually scribbled down a list of them because I was actually a little bit horrified because as a coach and protocol user... I have used the grilled chicken and have recommended and suggested it to clients also only to actually Google the ingredients, read the list and go, oh, my goodness, my client came back and said, you know, I ate out all weekend. I tried to make good choices and I was starving and I wasn't feeling good and my tummy hurt. And I was part of <laughs> I was part of the issue because I'm like, oh, yeah, grilled chicken at Subway. Good choice, actually. Okay, well, I- I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's really tough, and so then, um, so we have what's called taco time in Canada, and you know, I know you guys have a, a whole bunch of different taco chains. Yeah. Um, the spices that they put in their ground beef—it's a no-go. It's this same thing loaded with sugar. Yeah. Um, so, vegetable. The, the vegetable portion of the protocol is actually becoming the easy one um i know that um but fast food um the meats um they're they're sketchy <laughs> yeah. so for
0: there's, any- a, there's a oh. great book called sugar i think it's called sugar salt fat yeah. and it's a great read you guys because it teaches you how the fast food industry really came to be so addictive because everything has sugar, salt, and fat in them. And that combination is what makes us more and more addicted to those flavors and, and change. Actually, it really changes your taste buds and your internal me- mechanism, and it also shuts off your ability to um, decide when you're full or not. So sorry to interrupt you, do no. I, I thought, you know, we that talking about fast food um, – you know, unfortunately, you're right. Um, so just eat the veggie delight salad, no meat. <laughs> so,
1: it's so it's so tricky, but here's where now we are, we are armed with um, that knowledge. So if you do have a favorite fast food place on the go, do a little bit of homework. Um, I do know that we do have um, hamburger fast food places where you can actually get 100% ground beef patties with no fillers. So to go to that drive through and have an awesome lettuce burger, and I've, I've, I've never been turned down if I've asked them to make me a lettuce burger. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so you also can get extra pickles, extra onions, extra lettuce, extra tomatoes so that you can really, you know, build a massive burger or have it on this side. Um, kind of a nice thing about uh, burgers as well is that most places have a four-ounce option for a burger. So say you're out and about and you're having a busy day and you are are feeling like you need to eat. Well, having a four ounce burger is a great option because then it still leaves you four ounces of supper, dinner, protein as well um, to have later. So then you can divide that up and and use it through the day. And, um, And and again. I'm not up to speed on all the fast food places in the US. Um, my 17-year-old son wanted us to put the brakes on every time we went past a Panda Express though. He's like, "Oh, I want to go eat there. I want to go eat there." No.
0: Yeah, let's let's talk about Asian food because it, there's almost nothing you can order there because here's the deal. All the sauces are going to have sugar in them. And, um, you know, it's really difficult and especially no fast food. I do have one client that goes to um, PF Chang's and she has some kind of, I wish I should have wrote it down, um, but she has a special order that she does where she just gets the vegetables steamed, she gets the protein made grilled with no sauces on it. So there's like one thing you can eat there. I I suggest there's a whole lot of places you can go that you can actually get, you know, simple fresh things. Um so
1: yeah. I'm sure I know that you do have it. Like, we have something now called the chopped Leaf um where there yeah. you have something similar. Um there's things like hard-boiled eggs on their salad additions, right? And so there are still ways to get um, your protein in and know that there is nothing in those eggs or nothing in theirs, And they have been a little bit better about disclosing what's in their chicken. So um, the chopped leaf, I guess, less than 1% is um, the ratio of of um, preservatives or additives or fillers in, their, in cool. their chicken. So again, before you head out for your day, um, even do your homework on on your fast food um, restaurants and, and know what's in your area and so I know that most every protocol user I know not everyone but most um has a phone right so you have your whether you're on um Android or, or iPhone um under your Google Maps um if you look at your phone if you hit maps and then you hit to enter your location one of the first things that pops up is um restaurants restaurants and dining the little icon there So wherever you are, if you have your maps turned on, it will let you know what is in your general area uh, within kilometers, right, um, next to you. Um, So then you can click on your restaurant or even your fast food restaurant, and then that will lead you to that location's website and phone number. So you don't have to go driving ping-ponging across... (laughs) the area to find things it's right there in your phone when you're traveling as well really great handy tool and also lets you know that oh hey if I you know drive 500 more meters in that direction I'm going to get to something that I can have versus something that I can't have so it's worth it it's worth to uh, look at those options on your phone um, as well use it it's a tool Um, yeah
0: yeah yeah. I agree we we have a restaurant here um, called Pluto's which is a big huge um it's a salad bar and and you can walk up and you can request you know they've got all these different bowls full of all the different items so you can that's a that's a really great option and they actually will um they do have like turkey that they have made fresh that day, like a whole turkey. So again, you're gonna to wanna to ask, you know, has the turkey been injected with brine? So another thing with buying rotisserie chickens at the store, and I always tell my clients, you know, do you know why Costco chickens taste so good? Because they've been injected with brine, which is sugar and salt. So, um, you know, making sure that the the meats, um, but again, you can do boiled eggs, just like Dee said. Um, so make that your source of protein, maybe three boiled eggs on your your salad. But there are places that you can go, and 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 Pluto's is a great option. And I just have them put some um, olive oil on, some salt and pepper, and boiled eggs, and and they really do have a great array of the the different things. So uh, Dee and I are talking like we're in two different countries today because we are. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> most um the interesting thing is though, most gas stations now even have hard boiled eggs. And yes, I know they're not attractive looking packaged in their little plastic pouch. But if all else fails and you're really hungry, that is a way better option than grabbing a chuck bar or a bag of nuts you're not supposed to have. So Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So um talking about eating out, um, you know, I ask my clients to limit eating out to not more than one or two times a week. Otherwise, if you're eating out constantly, number one, you're not cooking. You don't know what's in your food. And number two, you know, even even if you get the cleanest food from a restaurant, it's still – most likely going to have something so the things i always do when i'm going to order is i always let the server know i'm allergic to dairy so that way i know you know if you say allergic then they're on top of it if you say no butter no cream they're not on top of that so i'm allergic to butter uh, I want no starches on my plate, please. Um, and you know, if I'm with other people that are eating bread, I don't care. But if it's just you know me and my boyfriend, then I say you know no no bread to the table, please. I don't want to waste bread anyway that that I'm not going to eat. And then um, I order whatever my entree is, whether it's grilled fish, grilled chicken. Uh, A grilled uh, petite filet is about the size of our six to eight ounces of protein. Those are all great choices. Um, You can order a salad with olive oil on the side, no croutons. A Pellegrino slice of lime. You can have your um, everything steamed. So make sure things are not sauteed because they're going to, you know, the oil that they're cooking your meat in is then gonna be doubled or tripled by the oils that they are cooking your sauteed vegetables in. So make sure everything's steamed, uh, just salt and pepper. And that's a really simple, very tasty meal for eating out. Yeah. Um, So, you know, those are are great, simple options and you can get them pretty much in every restaurant that is not a fast food restaurant. You know, even if you go to Italian restaurants, they're gonna have grilled chicken, grilled fish, That kind of thing. Um, So, um, what what other choices do you suggest as far as eating
1: out or things ways to order? Dee. Well, so again, even when you're going to a nice sit down restaurant. Do some homework before you go to make sure that they do have a wide variety of choices. Um, because let's face it, maybe at 2 o'clock you're thinking something sounds good. Maybe at 6 o'clock when you get there, you, you maybe you've changed your mind. And you need a little bit of variety. Um, a thing to also look for is... Um, Your restaurant choices, do they support um, local farmers, local produce, local anything grown locally um, and in season? And one of the reasons why is if they do, um, there's a better chance that they're going to have a better selection of vegetables and that you may also um, be allowed to have wider selection, fresher. And then they're going to be more inclined to um, serve you um, what you want <clears throat> sorry, or how you requested it. Um, so that's always a great tip. Look for for restaurants that um, promote local. Um, and you know what, even if you're not allowed to have it at that time, uh, you know, local dairy, local, local vegetables, um, source local meat so that you know where your protein sources are coming from, that it hasn't ridden, you know, in a truck for three days and it's pre-packaged in plastic and pre-portioned and pre-sauced. Um, so that's another thing, and I, and, and I am not wanting to be derogatory against any chain, um, but here's a fact. So a lot of the really big name, big popular chain restaurants, their food comes pre-packaged, pre-plastic, pre-sauced. So when you're asking your server to bring you these things in a specific form and they shake their head yes, sometimes they have no control over that at all. Your steak is being cut out of a plastic pouch, your ribs or whatever, what your chicken, you know, it's, it's in preserved brine broth and yeah. they might not throw it in a frying pan. They, they may bake it for you, but the damage is already in that product before that they've, they've even served it. Um, so I'm also a big fan of looking for restaurants that are off the beaten path. So, um, Independently owned ones, um, oftentimes will give you um, much better service and much better selection, especially for dietary needs. So I encourage you to seek them out, do your homework and support local whenever you can. I love that. Um, at home, um, a little bit dip- more difficult when you're on the road, but it's still one of my most favorite things to do when we do travel um, and especially in the US and when especially when we go to different states. Um, we recently seeked out an Italian um, restaurant in in Phoenix and it was I had the most amazing meatballs there and I could have them and they were off the appetizer menu, not the main menu. Um, So I did a little picking and choosing back and forth there to see what I could have. And it was just meat spices and, um, handmade tomato sauce. You know, it it was wonderful. So, um, so you think Italian and you think, well, I can't have the pasta, but take a look at the menu and see what else you can have in there. And, um, I'm not kidding. My husband and my son were like, Oh, we should have ordered that. Right. Like, so, um, The other thing that I do want to talk about, um, this might be getting ahead of us a little bit, but I want to talk about when you're in the restaurant and you're reading the menu, and especially if you have company, and whether it's just a significant other with you or you're in a group, this thing right here, this phone, phone, put it away, put it far away, turn it off, and put it in your purse. Enjoy reading your menu. Enjoy talking about the menu with your company. Enjoy your selections. Don't be distracted when you're eating. This rule is for at home as well because it's one of our largest problems. We are shoveling in food and we are so distracted we are looking at the phone, we are looking at the computer, we are looking at the TV and we are paying no attention to our senses, to our taste buds, to our experience. So if you're out for a lovely evening meal in a lovely restaurant, put that away, put your social media away. Now, if you're with the fellers in a sports bar, then I mean, by all means, watch the game, but (laughs) interact that way. Um, it is proven that if you are distracted by social media, TVs, those types of things, you are just shoveling in your food. You are not tasting it. You are not enjoying it. You're not you. You eat faster, actually, is what they say. So we want to slow ourselves down and enjoy that experience. Enjoy what's on your plate. Really enjoy um your company. Enjoy your meal. Let Sl- slow things down a little bit. Wow.
0: I, I love all those tips because it goes. It goes to that deeper, deeper layer of things that we don't think about. And, um, you know, I I read a lot online and and I was reading this morning a post about someone that was talking about emotional eating. And and um, we were talking about a little bit about self-talk also. So mindless eating is definitely a huge, huge issue. Putting away the snacks and the snack habit Because um, snacking is one of those things that if we don't break that habit while we're in phase one, we go back to snacking. But we're not snacking on ideal protein snacks anymore. And we're not snacking on cucumbers and celery anymore. We're snacking on snack snacks. So, um, you know recreating new habits, and and I think for me, Dee, I, I was a big, huge restaurant eater-outer. Every meal I ate in a restaurant, and, and that's how I successfully gained my first 65 pounds. And so, um, it, you know, eating massive portions of food, and and food in a restaurant is big. So what I had to learn to do when I started to... Um, lose my weight, get new habits, I, first of all, I would set my fork down in between every single bite. So I made it a habit, and now it's a huge habit. I mean, I just do it. Now I'm just a flipping slow eater. But <laughs> it, 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 really, it was hard for me at first, so I learned to put my fork down in between each bite, I initially, when I got my food in the restaurant, I would um, cut it in half and I actually would take the bread plate because I wasn't eating bread and I would put half of my meal over onto the bread plate and I would take it home later because I knew instantly if all of that food is sitting on my plate, I'm going to finish it. I was taught as a kid, you know, you don't eat what's on your plate, you know, you're going to get a spanking, you're going to get punished, whatever whatever the scenario was.
1: <laughs> okay, third.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, everybody else is starving except you, and, and you're you're not eating your food. So that's a big habit of mine, and still to this day, if all the food is on my, I will eat all the food on my plate. So, and I love that you said appetizer portions, D, because that was one of the things I also did, was I started ordering off the appetizer menu instead of ordering on the the entree menu so or I would always split with someone yeah. so you know just having a plan so that you're not eating that whole plate of food so that you're mindfully eating you're enjoying your surroundings you're not just shoveling the food in um, and that you really are enjoying it bite by bite, bite and the people that you're with. So I love that you mentioned all those things, Dee. Those are, those are awesome.
1: Thank you. Well, when you were, if especially if you were on a holiday. So, so there's, you know, there's different reasons for travel, right? Work, business, um, pleasure, um, your kids' sports, um, which can be work and pleasure. Um, rolled into one, but some scenarios are, you know, they're different and what we're looking to get out of those experiences are different too. And any time that we can slow ourselves down, um, it is really important Um, and especially that evening meal. You know, we're talking about traveling, um, but I just want to quickly say too, if you're at home, set your table. Set your table and sit at your table and eat at your table Um, and I know we're all busy and I know a lot of us have, you know, work and sports and kids pulls you in every direction and if that is the case, um, aim for at least once a week, start there, start and build it Um, and and get your family involved um, in that as well. So if you know you're running in late from work, um, you know, get your family members to help get that table set and set up for that downtime And for proper nutrition and um, proper um, almost like mental clarity in your day of the company of your family or significant other or whatever it may be. So and then those habits will help to make it easier to create good habits when you're traveling and on the road. Um. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are just joining us, um, please share our broadcast and send us any questions that you have. Tell us what your biggest challenges are. Tell us where you're from, where you're uh, watching us from. And even if you're watching this in the replay, send us your questions and where you're from. And we definitely are going to answer all your questions, even if it's later uh, in the form of a uh, text or uh, comment in the comment section. So, all right. So we've talked about eating out. If you have any questions on eating out, be sure that you put them in the comment section below. And um, Dee, let's talk about, um, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, we're going to do next year, I'm going to put it up, Melissa put it up, we're actually going to have an ideal protein cruise and Melissa and her team are planning that. And so um, it's somewhere in the Caribbean, I know that, um, I don't know all the places that we're going. But it's um, going to be for about five days. You are welcome to join us. And there's a group. You can see here it's called um, Seize, as in, as in the uh, sea. Seize the day uh, two because um, they've already done this once. And so I hope you guys will join us. But since we're talking about that, let's talk about cruising and making good choices on your cruise.
1: Okay. So um, really, um, uh, Melissa is the cruise expert because she loves to cruise. I think she's been on over a dozen easy, easily. Um, and she can tell you all the ins and outs. Um, I have only been on one cruise, but I can tell you that the food on the cruise, whether you are in phase one or phase four, whether you're a vegetarian, whether you are Um, A seasoned traveler or not a seasoned traveler, there was enough selection um, to stay on phase one protocol. First of all, if you are on protocol and even if you are in maintenance um, to acquire almost any meal um, that your heart desired. Um, They have a buffet that is like ridiculous in choices. if you are tentative about making decisions too, um, so whether you're on a cruise, whether you're in a hotel, we're gonna kind of mix up here a little bit, Renee. Um, let's talk about let's talk about breakfast first. Okay. Um, you can eat your breakfast in your room, whether you are the um, um, Starbucks lover, where you know you make your Doppio in your coffee, or you make a hot chocolate, or you have your crispy cereal with water. Or you have your hot oatmeal in your room because you have a coffee maker, so you can make hot water. Um, those are all great choices. It works anytime, anywhere on the road. If you're in a hotel, um, same thing. Um, easy peasy. Um, if you don't have a fridge, um, you have recycling containers where you can put ice and put your put your goods on ice. All sorts of things. We could we could talk all day about hotel. Um, and navigating how to choose a hotel and <laughs> what their amenities are, but most of them come with bridges, microwaves, um, coffee makers. If they're not stocked in your room, lots of times the hotels can bring it to you. So on a cruise ship, all those amenities are at your fingertips too. But here's the other thing, um, especially this is really for phase one protocol users. There is nothing off limits for breakfast in the IP world. If you want to eat your broccoli cheese soup for breakfast, you go right ahead. If you want to eat your um, cheesy Doritos, well, you just go right ahead. If you want to eat your brownie for breakfast, go ahead. It is um, Nobody is saying ever that you may only have IP breakfast foods for breakfast. Do what works. Do, do what works for you. And so if you find that at breakfast time navigating, whether you're on a cruise ship or in a hotel, if that's too stressful for you, enjoy your morning coffee, tea, whatever it may be, and um, go ahead and dine in your room. There is nothing wrong with that. I think Melissa just pointed out carving stations, salads, veggies, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those yeah, types yeah. of things. And and same with your sit-down dinner. Um, you have so many choices. I think for every stage of your five place meal, there's Melissa can maybe correct me, five or more options. Like you get your start, <laughs> right? Like here. Pick, <laughs> yeah. Pick your starter, pick your this, pick your that. Like yeah. there are yeah. so many choices and so many options, and there is phase one all all the way through. And I know countless dieters that have gone on a week-long or more cruise, and they come back down. They come back down in pounds because it was easy-peasy um, to navigate. Um, and another plus is that they tend to be a little bit more active. Um, even though you're on a holiday, you know, they're they're walking the decks. They're maybe going for a little swim when the cruise ship ports. They're, you know, they're walking around. Um, they're sightseeing. Maybe they're going on a little excursion. And so <laughs> not only are they eating really good food, but they're moving their bodies and they're, you know, a little bit more too. So it's a, it's a win-win. Um, the other, let me, thing. Let, let me stop you for a
0: minute, Dave. Um, I think one, one thing to, to really think about is, um, Losing the past behaviors. So maybe in the past, you would go on a cruise because it was all you could eat and you were getting your money's worth. Um, switching uh, the your thought process to understanding that you are getting your money's worth by enjoying your family and the people that you're traveling with instead of just pigging out and, and ha, you know, eating at every, I mean, you can eat eight meals at least on a cruise and, and have unlimited burgers in between. Yeah. Um, but, but by, you know, making great choices, um, I, I know a couple of years ago, we went on kind of a fancy cruise in the Mediterranean. And each day, the way that I started my day was I had my ideal protein, I like to have a chocolate drink. Um, and I also like to hike and be super active and swim and what have you. So I would start my day with my chocolate drink, and then I would add two poached eggs. So I went to the table. I did not go to the buffet. The buffet to me was just like, oh, my God. There were donuts and rolls, and, and you know, in Europe, everything is sweet for breakfast. <laughs> they have meats and cheeses too, but there's a lot of sweet stuff. So instead of going to the buffet, I went directly to my table I had, I ordered a cup of tea from the waiter, I had a couple of poached eggs brought to my table, and I had them put them on uh, sliced tomatoes that had been grilled, super yummy, and I needed that extra during the day anyway, because I knew I was going directly off of the ship and start on a big walk, or a hike, or go to the castle, or what have you, go to the beach. Um, so those those were choices that I made, and and the thing to think about is they're going to offer you a lot of options for dinner, so you can have soup, salad, appetizer, entree, dessert, and a hundred things in between. I mean, you can have two entrees if you want, but that doesn't necessarily mean you need to order those, and right. you're not being deprived if everybody else at the table has all of them and you just have one of each thing. you're not being deprived you're making a personal choice yeah. so switching some of that um, self-talk and um, that um, that old emotional behavior yeah. to from being dep- feeling like, oh gosh, everyone else is having that except me to. I feel so awesome I'm in control and I'm making these choices because I want to and I know that at the end of my trip I'm walking off of this ship either in exactly the same place I got on it or less so you know things to think about okay Dee go ahead
1: Well, when you another thing about traveling and uh you know, and again, this isn't just for phase one protocol users. So anybody who's watching or watching in the replay, whether you're a coach, whether you are a protocol user in any phase, share with everybody um, what your favorite um, foods to pack, where your favorite places are to eat at your destinations. And here's a really big one. If you are flying, not all airports are equipped the same. So. Say you're a traveler and a frequent flyer, and you know some great spots in an airport in your from wherever you fly. Um, share that, share that with everybody, give them some good tips. You can pack anything in your suitcase, um, to, to go with you, and in your carry ons, you can carry any, any packet um, of food as long as it's not a pre made, um, shaker pudding, of course. So, all your Snickety-snackety items and drink packets and things like that can be packed in your in your carry-on. Empty shaker cup, pack it in your carry-on. Once you're through security, you can buy that bottled water or whatever else you need on the other side. And the same thing there, too. If you know you're going on a really long flight and you know that the only food that you're going to be able to purchase in flight is full of carbs and non-allowable food, um, you can purchase it and take it on to the airplane with you and they, and they will be accommodating. If you need a little extra ice to keep something cool in your carry-on, ask for it. They will give it to you. Um, and I know I've, I've read in, in comments in places that, you know, some airports are really, really tough and other ones are awesome. Um, so if you know of awesome ones, um, please share that with everybody so that um, they can have some good tips and tricks traveling too. Another thing on the um, traveling with your IP products, Think about your destination think about where you're going and don't pack you know if you're going to Mexico and you know it's going to be 35 degrees so it's over 100 for you guys um, you know you're not going to pack the chocolate soy puffs that are going to melt together right but your soy nuts will be great your drink packets will be will be awesome as well I think we lost Renee
0: <laughs> just keep talking G. Just keep talking okay. but I will I will interrupt here for a second because um, I, I, I uh, wanted to address this uh, comment um, and, and Ken is always um, she's such a great follower and always is reaching out and I love to answer her questions so she says um, but now comes another issue portion control and saying no to yummy desserts and and her thing um, we all have our own thing by the way um, but her thing is really, you know, overcoming she's she worries a lot about having that ability to say no, like, you know, holding herself back from going to places or, or going on trips or what have you, because she feels like I, I don't I don't know if I can say no. How do you um, what, what advice do you give?
1: You know, it's it's such a personal thing for each and every dieter. And one of the things that you have to decide is um, what is what is the most important to you. Um, all those yummy things are going to be there when you're done. And even when we're done and in maintenance, we're still going to have to learn how to execute control while enjoying those things as well. So the in phase one, two, and three, it is really practicing self-control you, you really are so it's not just about learning good habits and in maintenance I I'm not going to say to anybody that we're gonna expect you to be perfect because most of us are breaking lifelong habits if not you know we've, we've got a lot of time invested in bad habits in bad cravings and <clears throat> why we reach for things um, if you know, <clears throat> that it's going to be difficult. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, you say, and let's use the cruise as an example. So you've had your lovely meal and it is time for dessert. You're allowed to excuse yourself. You're allowed to go for a walk on the deck. You're, you're allowed to say, no thank you and leave. Um, maybe it's a great time to have your favorite hot tea with a little bit of sweetener or coffee or something like that. And maybe that's a great time to take out your restricted treat or your, you know, half a wafer cookie or something, you know, save something from your day that you know you're allowed to have um, to bring out at that time <clears throat> so that you're not feeling left out just in your environment. But I do also want to, to touch on most of us when we're on protocol and then we go off protocol in the in the in the heat of the moment. So when you're on a planned trip, you're not in the heat of the moment, right? You you you're not in a surprise party or a surprise scenario. You've had a lot of time to think about what your choices are going to be. So again, it goes back to planning and preparing. So if you know that somebody's going to have that molten lava cake beside you that's not protocol and you can't handle it, then you need to excuse yourself or you need to have a substitute that you know you will enjoy. Because one of the first repercussions that's going to be um, if you and it's always a choice. Um, it's it's always a choice if you're going to stick that in your mouth when you know you're not supposed to have it. I have never, ever met somebody who, after they go off protocol, says, I'm so happy I did that. (laughs) It's always, why did I do that? I just set myself back three days. It brought all my cravings and hunger and emotions, and it brings the negative. It bubbles it right to the surface because it's bringing back those those self-control issues as well. Then you're battling that. And when you're on a lovely holiday or when you're traveling, we don't want to add that stress and anxiety to already making good choices. Um, it's, it's almost like a vicious circle of life. In, in It all comes back to the planning and, and preparing yourself to be in those situations. And uh, yeah, don't I, talk I, I, yourself into it. We spend a lot, of, a lot of time talking ourselves into bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, yeah.
0: Oh, um, I think Cam, yeah. We, that we um, um, question. question. So, so Dee, Dana, you go ahead and talk uh, some more. Let's let's talk about uh, some travel. Um, let's see. I, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought when I had that feedback. Um, okay. So let's let's uh, continue talking about. Um, Let's let's choose travel at a resort. So again, you know, maybe you go to an all-inclusive. What are your suggestions for that? Again, it's it's food off the chain, um, and and having that ability to make all those good choices all of the time.
1: So you know, again. Um, I also, I, you know, I kind of missed on a point there. You know what, <clears throat> I just want to say if you're going on a holiday and you have already decided that it's going to be impossible for you to stay on track, then it will be impossible for you to stay on, ta- on, on track. So you need to communicate with your coach um, well in advance before you go about maybe an option for you is phasing out properly before going on that holiday. Now, phasing it properly before a holiday doesn't mean that a holiday should just be um, a free-for-all, um, but it will give you a little bit more options, uh, maybe in the healthy fats department, maybe in a little extra protein department. Um, and again, you know what? I would pick a resort, honestly, based on accessibility of meeting my breakfast needs. So, or breakfast, all my meal needs, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm a little bit obsessed. I went to, years ago, I went to... Um, Huichuco, Mexico, and their breakfast bar was like 150 meters from the ocean, and it was the most amazing thing that I had ever seen. Any type of egg and protein and meat and cheese and, I, like, <clears throat> honestly, my eight ounces of protein was done at breakfast. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was the most amazing thing. Um our lunch where you were, you know, allowed to go for a lunch buffet, there was endless choices of phase one um, food. There was, I, the salad bar alone was, was staggering. Um, and usually by the time our group was ready to go for lunch, I was still kinda rolling around on the beach for breakfast. I can't, I can't, even, <laughs> I can't even tell you a lie about that. I was like, I don't, I don't need lunch because <laughs> I'm still full from breakfast. And then again, you have lots of control in a resort with your sit-down restaurant. So most of them, um, you're going to have a choice of where you're going to go for dinner in the evening. And so do your homework ahead of time again there and know what you're getting into as well. Um, And stay away from from the sit-downs that you know are going to be a trigger for you um, or a really hard time saying no. I I'm a big fan of just saying no, thank you. I know we touched on it. The breads, the extras, you know, don't don't even bring them for me. If you can start any meal with a hot broth or a hot tea or even just a hot lemon water, um, I would suggest that too, and enjoy that while you're really thinking about what you would like what you would like to eat. Um, again, if you know that <clears throat> we see it all the time in clinic you know what, I'm not staying on because I'm going to Mexico for a wedding or I'm going, you know, those types of <clears throat> big family celebrations. I think, honestly, um, as coaches and protocol users, we're going to be more proactive by really, really finding out what our clients' true intentions are and setting them up for the most success. So, um, but phasing out properly is a must and understanding um healthy food combining um is a must too so right yeah. from yeah um we need to talk about it we need to practice it all the time so yeah do you do you have some water d <laughs> are you am i i'm cracking bad hey
0: i i am just worried at melissa she needs some water um i'll take over here so you can uh get catch your breath um So uh, Melissa says here, ask for no bread to be brought before it comes. That way it's easier to resist. And I totally agree. So I make sure nothing comes to the table that's not supposed to be there. Um, Josephine says, traveling with those small plastic baby food cubes with pre-portioned treats, um, soy balls, trail mix, etc., and protein powders in those baby containers helps carry in your purse and put in Greek yogurt. You know, I will mention something that um, you were talking about going through the airport, and, and here's something that I found out because I really wanted to have my Starbucks with my vanilla shake. So I, I just said to the guy, I was like, this is medical food, and he said, okay, um, he said, uh, hold it in your hand, and I'm going to pat you down. So I had to, uh, you know, and it's a lady that's patting you down, it's not a big deal. And then um, they took it and they swabbed it, and then they let me go in and I got to drink it with my Starbucks coffee. <laughs> so that is possible, it is possible to do that. Um, if you want to take your one pre made, I mean, don't try to take a suitcase full because it won't work. Um, but anyway. Um we are kind of coming to the end of our hour in about 3 minutes. It it always happens so fast when I'm with D. But if you are interested in getting our travel tips guide, all you have to do is type the word eat into the comment section and we will send you our travel tips guide. Um all right, D. We we have to close this up. I we've given I think we've we've covered almost every situation um you know other than don't walk by the dessert bar because that's not for you. And um, any, any last-minute things that you would like to share with people?
1: Um, on the, I just really want everybody to share, share, share their travel tips in the comments. What has worked for you? Uh, what you found to be the most um, easy, economical? Um, if you're on protocol and you're going for long drives, and you are or you're flying, um, water retention can be um, an issue or the swelling when you fly. Um, I can guarantee you it is 100% intensified if you are having a poor diet. Um, So stay strong (laughs) so that you feel good um, when you're traveling too, because when you're on those vacations or those traveling trips, you want to sleep good, you want to feel good, you want your um, tummy function to be good. Um, as well yes, so there's, yes those are all really good reasons for first first to on track really because <laughs> nothing ruins a trip then <laughs> <exactly. food> hangovers
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I mean honestly I I learned a long time ago that if I don't do certain things I end up sick for my whole trip so let's let's enjoy our trips and enjoy eating out so that when we get back home we don't feel crappy and we don't you know when you get back home from a meal and you ate this that and the other and you start to realize why you're getting bloated and the things that make you bloated and this is all that's a whole nother learning curve and a whole nother video and uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us today I always love to hang out with you. One of these days we're going to do it in person, but not not yet. I am going to get to meet Melissa this weekend. I'm super excited at the Seattle Super Weekend. Awesome. So um, if you are just joining us or you're watching in the replay, make sure you type eat, and um, we will, uh, in your messenger, you will get our travel tips guide and eating out guide. And um, always, if you're in the replay, send us your questions. We will be happy, happy, happy to um, put them in. A, you know, we will we'll respond to them in the comments sections. I'm, I'm watching all these these things down here. I need to stay focused. All right, <laughs> D. I am looking forward to talking to you again soon. Everybody, enjoy your week and your weekend and your crazy weather. This is a crazy <laughs> weather. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you, Dee. Thank
1: you so much. Thank you, Renee. Have a great time at Super Weekend in Seattle. Hey, bye.